This is the Historian's Podcast, and I'm Bob Cudmore. It's a pleasure to welcome Norm Boland to the program from Fort Plain Museum. How you doing, Norm? Good, good, Bob. How are you? I'm all right. And in fact, I'm looking forward to the next American Revolution in the Mohawk Valley Conference, which really was uh, spearheaded and organized and operated, if you will, by uh, you and uh, Brian Mack from the Fort Plain Museum in Fort Plain, New York. It's, uh, Mm -hmm. again, become kind of a a yearly event, uh, bringing uh, history buffs and uh, people who are interested specifically in the American Revolution together uh, for a a big event in uh, the Mohawk Valley of New York State. Uh, Tell us about uh, this year's conference. Well, yes, it's our uh, third year doing the the conference. We're uh, pretty excited about it. it continues to grow every year, and uh, and as you said, we do bring enthusiasts together from uh, really across the country. Uh, last year, we had people from 22 states and uh, two provinces of Canada uh, that came to the area, and uh, 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 we really had a good time with it. Now, uh, this year, uh, we've got a good lineup um, uh, of speakers. Uh, some are returning speakers. Some are new Um our headliner is uh, is William Fowler. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's written a book called uh, uh, An American Crisis that I think he came out with actually a few years ago, uh, which deals with those years after the Battle of Yorktown and uh, uh, to the end of the Revolution. And uh, really, really good, engaging book, and I think everybody's going to uh, enjoy that one. Uh, he teaches over in... Uh, in Boston, he's a professor there. He's written a number of books on the Revolution and and other periods in history too. So I think uh, everybody's going to really enjoy him. Uh, you often see him on the History Channel uh, as a uh, expert speaker for some of their uh, documentaries. So mm-hmm. uh, then, uh, well, well, we, we have. Uh, if we Go could, ahead. if we could, let me just stick with uh, Mr. Fowler for a moment. William Fowler Jr. An American Crisis, George Washington, the dangerous two years after Yorktown. You're saying he's right, kind of a big, actually, yes. yeah, he's kind of a big name history speaker. Do you suppose he's attracted to this conference now because you've established a track record? Well, we would like to think that. Uh, you know, we every year we reach out. To, to new uh, authors, and you know, we set our sights a little higher. Some, you know, trying to get some of the bigger names where we can, uh, and uh, you know, well, he was one of the ones we reached out to, and uh, he he was excited to come over. So, uh, so yes, we would like to think that we're at least we're growing in popularity and uh, and able to attract people like that. Okay. Well, oh, you wanted to continue, I think, with the list of the speakers. Yeah, well, uh, uh, yeah, we actually have uh, uh, quite a few lined up here. Uh, Gavin Watt is uh, also going to be speaking. Gavin has written a lot of uh, history books on the Mohawk Valley um, uh, during that time, uh, during the Revolution. Uh, he's specifically, specifically going to be talking about uh, the St. Ledger Expedition, uh, which is the, uh, uh, the expedition against uh, Fort Stanwix. And uh, and I think the title of this speech is going to be "Neighbor Against Neighbor." He's he's going to delve into that a little bit about 
uh, how very often, you know, you had people uh, split families. It all sounds like the Civil War where you had mm-hmm. split families and uh, and uh, and friends and neighbors that were fighting against each other. So he's going to delve into that yeah. a little bit. He also wrote a, a great book uh, a few years back called Burning of the Valleys, which uh, really deals uh, with the war in the middle Mohawk Valley, you know, around the area of Fort Plain, down this way in Amsterdam, and and uh, and a little further up the valley. Mm. So that's that's a great one too. Well, uh, and if, so he's go ahead. I was going to say, uh, if there's one takeaway I have from going to your uh, conferences, is that it, the American Revolution around the Mohawk Valley was a civil war. Oh, very much, very much so. Uh, it's often referred that way. A lot of historians talk about it that way. Uh, it's not uncommon to see families when you're doing research on families where, where you'll have uh, the older the old brother might might be a, a loyalist and leave for Canada, and the younger brothers uh, will, would stay here. Um, uh, so I, I've seen that in a number of cases. And another um, thing that uh, has yeah. interested me about the conference is uh, the uh, some of the attendees or a good portion of the attendees um, are from Canada. And they're descendants of the loyalists, and it, it reminds me of uh, you know the, the South versus the North. I mean, uh, yes, I mean they've accepted the outcome of history, but they're 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 still a, maybe not bitter about it, but they've they've got a tale to tell. Yeah, that's right. They do. Uh, they do. And I, yeah, you're probably uh, thinking to last year's conference. I think there were uh, there were loyalists. Uh, the, one, the one lady, as I remember, asked all the other loyalists to stand up and. The, and you know you could see in the audience the people that uh, uh, that came down for the conference uh, that that were interested in you know our perspective on that. And there is a difference between the ca- uh, Canadian perspective and ours. Uh, and sometimes you could see that when you're reading through Gavin Watts' book because Gavin is from Canada, and uh, you know you'll read that and you'll see you know their side of the story a little bit more than you would see ours. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, but it's all interesting. Sure. And you have yeah, yeah. some of the other speakers. Uh, let's see. Next on the list is is Eric Schnitzer. Uh, Eric is, uh, and I have to just check my notes here quick, but I think he's over at Saratoga Battlefield. Um, yeah, he's at the Saratoga National Historical Park, and uh, you know he's kind of an interesting guy. There uh, works over there as a a park ranger, and he's uh, going to be talking about the battle tactics at the uh, Battle of Saratoga, mm-hmm. and he has a book on that. So uh, that's going to be a, an interesting talk. Of course, everybody's familiar with Saratoga, so uh, mm-hmm. uh, we always we always get a lot of interest in that. Right. Uh, let's see. Also, uh, next we have uh, Christian McBurney. Who's gonna has the book uh, about the uh, abductions in the American Revolution in the in Northern New York, and uh, there was a there was actually attempts to abduct Philip Schuyler and other other major generals, and uh, so he decided that that was a topic worth worth pursuing, and he's got a pretty interesting narrative uh, talking about these how these plots unfolded, uh, so. Uh, I think that uh, people will find that one uh, interesting. Yeah, it does sound that way. Uh, yeah. Uh, then uh, Matthew Hollis and David uh, Ranson are talk. have a book called uh, The Middling Officers of the Mohawk Valley. I don't know a lot about that one. Uh, these guys have, uh, uh, like a lot of 
a lot of the uh, historians that are out there, they've uh, found a particular topic and they've done a lot of research mm-hmm. on it. Uh, um, but the sense uh, of this the, is they, the the sense of this is the like the middle management, the the officers who are not. Yeah, yeah. I, that that's the, that's the impression I get. That, that's what, as I said, that's one I don't know a lot about. But the impression I get from yeah. uh, what I've heard that it, uh, that. Uh, that they're addressing all these middle officers that uh, that worked in the Mohawk Valley. I'm assuming they're doing it uh, probably from a lot of letters together back and forth between between their superior officers. Mm-hmm. But uh, as I said, that's one I haven't read yet, so uh, so it's hard for me to talk about that sure. one. I'll, I'll see. I'll learn about that with along with, with the rest of And you also have a speaker because <laughs> I think I have the same list that you do, uh, who's well known in this area from his years at uh, SUNY Albany, and that's Dean Snow. Yes, yes, that's right. Dean Snow's going to be uh, speaking. He has a book out uh, on uh, the archaeology uh, at the Saratoga battlefield, and uh, uh, he, he just came out with that. Uh, you're right, Dean's been around a long time. I know he's, uh, I, I've even seen his name on some of the committees for the Fort Plain Museum and and uh, and some of the other work that's been done in this area in the Mohawk Valley, uh, like with the Mohawk Kahnawaga Museum, which doesn't exist uh, right now. But uh, um, so they, uh, he's, he's been involved in Mohawk Valley history for a lot of years. And I think he's I think he's a professor at Penn State. I believe he's still with them uh, in the anthropology. Uh, but uh, looks like it's going to be an interesting book. Uh, and I think people will really enjoy it. Uh, hearing uh, him speak. Yeah, it's the Oneidas, um, the Mohawks, and the Saratoga campaign. Uh, uh-huh. The Oneidas, of course, and Mohawks were on different sides uh, in the war. Right, that's right. Yeah, the uh, Iroquois Confederacy had, had split. Uh, you know, that's a, that's one of those situations. It's it's very much like you know uh, these these Indian nations are sovereign nations, uh, and uh, they they all made strategic decisions about. You know whose side they were going to be on in the war, uh, and the Oneidas and the Tuscaroras had, had sided with uh, the Americans in the war, and it, it split the Iroquois Confederacy. Um, and um, you know, so they 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 those tribes got drawn into the war as well. So yes, he addresses a lot of that. Yeah, and then a, a local uh, favorite will be speaking, Wayne Lenning. He was uh, recently on the Historians Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, Wayne's uh, Wayne's a great guy. Of course, I, I've known Wayne since she's just about since, since childhood, uh, and he's he's been involved with the Fort Plain Museum going all the way back to high school. And uh, Wayne has spent his life studying Mohawk Valley history. Um, he's probably one of the most knowledgeable people in, in uh, Native American history in the Mohawk Valley, as well as as well as our colonial history. Uh, and uh, especially as it relates to Fort, uh, Fort Plain, Fort Rensselaer. Um, so, uh, <clears throat> yes, Wayne's going to be speaking again. I think we uh, uh, Wayne has a book, but it's not out yet, uh, but he's going to be talking about the uh, uh, 1780 raids on the, on the Mohawk frontier, which is, which is always interesting. Uh, uh, there was a lot that happened that year in 1780. Uh, so, in fact, that's what his book, I think he's just going to cover that one year mm-hmm, yeah. in his book because uh, uh, there was so much that had happened. Yeah. And so that, that, that's going to be exciting. And yeah. actually, we're getting more phone calls. I think we get phone calls on that than we do on all these other great authors we got coming. So. Right. Well, he uh, recently, uh, didn't he, he spoke to the 
the round table or if that's what it's called of uh people yeah we 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 formed, you know, we started the uh, Fort Play Museum, of course, where we are up in Mohawk Valley in a small town. It's often hard to get people to come up uh, for some of the great speaking events we do. So we had, we developed these different outreach programs. And another one was this uh, Revolutionary War Roundtable for the, the Mohawk Valleys. And, and we got together with, with some people from over in the Saratoga area and, and, uh, uh, and formed this group. So our third... Uh, presentation. We did it at the Van Alstyne House in Canada, Jahari, and spoke about Joseph Brandt's uh, uh, 1780 raid uh, on, uh, on the Canada, Jahari district. Just, just the, just that one raid, mm-hmm. and uh, we, we drew 130 people for that. I was amazed at the, the turnout. So well, that's great. Um, so there's a lot of interest in this uh, in this time period. Yes, so. indeed. So, uh, so yeah. So that's going to be. Going to be exciting. I, I, I think uh, I think everybody's going to really enjoy that. And uh, you have uh, another speaker named Todd Braystead. Yeah, Todd is uh, Todd has spoken at our uh, event before. Uh, this year, he's going to be uh, talking about uh, the Royalist Corps in the Burgoyne campaign uh, at Saratoga. And uh, 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 once again, you know, you're talking about that uh, the. Uh, Battle of Saratoga, and uh, and we're looking at the British side of, of things with the officers involved and so on. So, and Todd is, uh, um, you know, he's been a guest historian on uh, uh, PBS series like History Detectives, and and uh, there's a on the Canadian Broadcasting Company mm-hmm. they do uh, uh, Who Do You Think You Are? He's been involved with uh, as a guest uh, uh, speaker in, mm-hmm. on those shows. So uh, he's very much he's very much into the history. Uh, he's always a good speaker, and we're, we're looking forward to having him back. And you have Robert. Is it Geek? Robert Geek? Yeah, I believe so. Yes, uh, this is another one. I, I've only just met him once, uh, and he's going to be uh, uh, speaking about uh, slaves to soldiers and the, and the first Rhode Island regiment in the American Revolution. Um, uh, it's one that we've wanted to get here for a while. We, we wanted to chase more down, information down on uh, the First Rhode Island Regiment. Uh, that was basically uh, uh, a core of, of, of African American soldiers uh, and and other mixed races too. But but uh, but that's been the real real claim to flame, uh, fame is that these these African American soldiers that took part in the American Revolution. Uh, the first Rhode Island, actually, by late in the war, uh, the first and second Rhode Island had been combined, but they still had more than 50 percent of, of the regiment was mm-hmm. still African-American. And they were assigned up here in the Mohawk Valley, uh, actually at Fort Plain, and uh, and took part in an expedition, uh, that last expedition of the American Revolution, where they marched from Fort Plain to try to uh, take the fort out of Puigo. Mm-hmm. Which uh, that mission failed, but uh, um, uh, but uh, uh, half of that corps that went out there. Some of it was uh, Marinus Willets levies, and half of it was was this First Island Regiment. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had losses uh, in that campaign. People that froze to death because they they went in midwinter trying to attack that fort. And uh, so it's kind of an interesting story. Uh, I believe he's going to delve in to that as well as the overall history of the, of the first Rhode Island regiment, which was a very, 
very accomplished regiment mm-hmm. in the American Revolution. And I believe uh, one more speaker, Daniel Sivilich, talking about musket balls. Yeah, uh, this is where you're getting into some very specialized uh, <laughs> stuff. Uh, this is a, he's a battlefield archaeologist uh, uh, that uh, has uh, taken a, a very select uh, topic here with this uh, uh, looking at musket balls, distribution of musket balls and battlefields to, to help you figure out where where firing and, and fighting took place. Uh, also, the kind of damage on them, uh, the mm-hmm. analysis of, of these things. Very often you see musket balls that talk about teeth marks on, on musket balls and things like that. Mm-hmm. So he has a lot of lot of information uh, from studies that he's put together, and he wrote a book on um, musket ball identification. <laughs> uh, obviously, it's something very specialized. Yes. Uh, but, you know, again, we have a lot of, uh, a lot of people have asked me questions about that. Uh, it's pretty common for people that are into this history that they've they've all found musket balls. You know, they they have them in their collections, and uh, so you know now they have a lot of questions about it. Sure, so going to be speaking on that. So. Norm Boland with us from the Fort Plain Museum. We're talking about the American Revolution in the Mohawk Valley Conference, which will take place at various locations in the Mohawk Valley. The speaking program we've been discussing occurs at Fulton Montgomery Community College. We'll be back with Norm in just a moment. This is the Historian's Podcast. I'm Bob Cudmore, and I'd like to put in a word for our GoFundMe campaign. You can help our podcast continue with a small donation to the GoFundMe campaign. It's at GoFundMe.com forward slash Historians 2017. You can donate right online. However, if you'd rather donate by mail, please make out a check to me, Bob Cudmore, and send to 125 Horstman Drive, Scotia, New York, 12302. That's 125 Horstman Drive, Scotia, New York, 12302. We're speaking with Norm Boland of Fort Plain Museum. The museum uh, organizes uh, the annual American Revolution and the Mohawk Valley Conference, which is coming up now June 8th through 11. Uh, maybe we should uh, point out, or I want, let me ask you, how can people uh, sign up for this, or is it still possible to sign up to attend? Oh yeah, it's still possible. We uh, we have lots of openings still. Um, you can go to our uh, we have a web page fortplaymuseum.com that you could go and get information there, uh, and uh, um, and then from there you should be able to sign up. I, I think right now Brian has been taking most of the phone calls and signing people up. And I'm just trying to think if I've got Brian's phone number right well, handy here. It's in our material, but I don't have it. Sure. Um, well, I mean, fortplane.com is good. You know, it's a good location, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. You'll get the phone number off of that. Uh, uh, and We don't have an online registration. We're not that sophisticated yet. We're getting there, but we're you not will quite be. there yet. <laughs> and again, Norm, was it fortplane.com or dot something else? It's. Uh, it's for fourplaymuseum.com and I believe I believe .org will take take you there as well but uh, but uh, .com I, right. uh, is, will definitely get you there. Now Norm uh, has told us a little bit about uh, each of the uh, speakers and that's a program that I'll have the uh, honor of emceeing on Saturday and Sunday during uh, the conference in June and that takes place at Fulton Montgomery Community College but the conference actually begins with bus tours, and that 
Um, the the uh, speaking program is Saturday and Sunday, but the bus tours are what Thursday and Friday. Yeah, we, we do those on Thursdays and Fridays, and you know we set it up this way so that you know if, if people uh, that people that aren't interested in the bus tours they come just for the for the latter two days, and then the pricing is set up that way too, so you can you can buy one or the other or, or both. Uh, the bus tours, uh, as you said, uh, Thursday, June 8th is our first bus tour, which uh, uh, is the, uh, uh, the what we call the Mohawk Country Bus Tour. And that will go to uh, our historic sites here in the middle Mohawk Valley. So that that's going to include the Fort Plain Museum, uh, Nellis Tavern, uh, 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 Fort Clock uh, National Landmark, uh, which is a really a great place. If you haven't been to Fort Clock before, they have some great living history uh, there. Um, we're going to stop at Old Fort Johnson, uh, 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 go uh, drive up through the Stone Arabia Battlefield, and stop at the... Uh, 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 the Dutch Reformed Church up there, which is which is now the Stone Rape Preservation Society, and and uh, there's a cemetery there behind the, uh, behind that church that has uh, where Colonel John Brown is buried, who died in the Battle of Stone Arabia, and, and mm-hmm. so on. So, so that's uh, those are the sites covering on that day. Yep. Then on uh, Friday, June 9th, we're doing what we are calling the Drums Along the Mohawk Tour. And that uh, the first stop of both of these tours will originate from uh, FMCC parking lot. Uh, and uh, on that second tour, the, the first stop will be at the uh, 1770 Palatine Church. Uh, what we decided to do for uh, that theme, that drums along the Mohawk theme, is we took uh, Walter D. Edmonds' uh, 1936 novel, Drums Along the Mohawk, and we began incorporating uh, the, uh, the stops that uh, that he talks mm-hmm. about in the book. And in the opening pages of the book, uh, the, the the key characters are getting married mm-hmm. at the Palatine Church uh, by the Reverend Gross, who was a real person mm-hmm. that, that uh, preached there. And uh, so we're making the Palatine Church our first stop. Uh, so it's a real interesting history there. Then we're going to continue on to... Uh, 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 Riskini Battlefield. Um, we're actually going to stop. Uh, well, uh, I'm getting out of order here. Uh, we're going to stop at the General Herkimer home before we get, to, and then then from there we go to the Riskini Battlefield. Uh, General Herkimer home, of course, is a state park. It's uh, belonged to General Nicholas Herkimer. It's where he died after the Battle of Riskini. Um, so that's that's always a nice stop there. You get a tour of the house. Um, uh, after uh, after we do a risk and e battlefield, we're going to go to Fort Stanwix, uh, and uh, which is part of the national park system, and uh, do a tour of the fort and museum there. Um, so uh, so that should be a nice day there. Mm, yeah. and, and we uh, I do want to leave you you uh, leave you some time to talk about um, Mohawk uh, Country Association. So other things you have happening at the conference, you're having a cocktail reception at the full Montgomery Community College, but you have an interesting uh, people uh, coming there, and they're going to show um, a movie, I believe, or at least a part of a movie, that, oh, a yes. documentary yeah, they right. worked uh, on. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, we, we do a, a, we call it a taste, a taste of New York cocktail reception, and uh, we'll have uh We'll have some New York foods and things uh, uh, for people to try. But uh, also during that cocktail reception, uh, there's a a movie that was produced about uh, Benedict Arnold, uh, 
Uh, it's been in production for a number of years now. They've completed it, and uh, it's going to be premiering soon. So uh, the plan there is that um, uh, the uh, producers are going to uh, they're going to do about a 30-minute trailer on the movie uh, and uh, show some of the highlights, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. and then they're going to be there to an- do a question and answer period right. about the production. So. Right. Ought to be kind of an sure. interesting thing. And they are uh, Tom uh, Mercer and Anthony Vertucci. And then the program, uh, you have a program Saturday night at the Van Alstyne Homestead in uh, Canajahari. It'll be a, a meal and so forth. It costs extra. But you're going to have somebody there who uh, is a reenactor, I believe, or if that's the correct term, who portrays John Burgoyne, the British general. Yeah. Yes, that's right. That's uh, that's Dr. Bruce Venter. Bruce, uh, we've got to be friends with Bruce. Uh, he he does his own bus tours uh, to historic sites around the country, mostly on the East Coast, and uh, uh, he also runs uh, a great conference every year at Colonial Williamsburg, which we always go down for, and and we kind of copied his format uh, 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 when we uh, our conference and. One of the things he does, and it's a it's a little bit of a tongue in cheek humor, but uh, but he'll dress up like General Burgoyne. He comes in and talks to everybody in the program, uh, and uh, it's it's always a lot of fun. Uh, so that's uh, that's planned for during the dinner uh, at the Van Alstyne House. All right. um, of course, the Van Alstyne House is that's a, that's another great site. It's not on our original bus tour because. We're trying to fit everybody, and it was kind of hard. So since we were going to do the dinner there on Saturday evening, uh, we've set it up with the folks at Van Alstyne. That there'll be be tours of the building there, and uh, they have a great collection of Rufus Grider paintings. And uh, uh, so yeah. you'll have a chance to there'll be a cocktail reception there to uh, dinner, and uh, and a chance to right. tour that museum. Right, a fascinating well. a fascinating place. And again, if you want to find out more about the American Revolution and the Mohawk Valley Conference, uh, you can go to fortplainmuseum.com. Fortplainmuseum.com conference takes place in June. And b- before we go, we have about a little under three minutes left, uh, Norm. I wanted to ask you about what is the Mohawk Country Association. Well, Mohawk Country was a it's a, was an outreach uh, program that I put together to get our historic sites to start working more closely together, and uh, and do marketing to uh, bring more tourists into the area, and thereby you know as as we kind of develop our tourism business, uh, it encourages historic preservation here in the valley. Uh, we've been pretty successful put, with putting some programming together. We do a program each summer called July Fest, and uh, what we try to do is make sure that we have an event going on pretty much every weekend in the month of July at one of the sites. Um, so you'll have, actually we have on uh, the Journal of the American Revolution, which is an online publication, we have advertising on there, uh, but uh, that's going to be, uh, let's see, looking at July 3rd, of course they do fireworks up in Fort Plain, but July 4th at 4 o'clock, they do a reading of the Declaration of Independence. Um, when you get into uh, uh, July 8th, we're going to do, uh, this is at the um, Politics of the Revolution. That's a speaking event. That's that's an event that uh, I'm going to be presenting at the Fort Plain Museum 
talking about the Tryon County Committee of Safety. On uh, the 21st, uh, 4 o'clock is doing a, a concert there. On the 22nd, uh, Drums Along the Mohawk, this has become a big thing, uh, the wedding of Gil and Lana, where we take right out of the pages of uh, that novel, we do um, um, reenact the wedding at the Palatine Church. Mm-hmm. So, uh, And that's become a very popular thing. And then we do a... a reception at the Nellis Tavern. So everybody has a lot of fun with that one. Well, Norm Bolin, I thank you for joining us. And again, congratulations to you and your colleague, uh, Brian Mack, for doing such uh, great work in uh, promoting uh, tourism and also remembering history uh, in the the Mohawk Valley. Thanks very much for being with us. Yeah, okay. All right. Good talking to you, Bob. Good to talk with you. You've been listening to The Historian's Podcast. I'm Bob Cutmore.